0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Chasing Legends Outdoors Podcast. This is your host Stephen Crawford coming to you. Here we are in the third week of November. We have survived the initial push of the Orange Army here in the great state of Michigan. And even though that Orange Army was out in full force this past week, these next five, six days are great days to be in the woods and potentially shoot a really good buck, whether you're in Michigan, hunting firearm season, or down in Ohio, still archery hunting, or anywhere in the Midwest. I'm looking at the forecast these next few days and getting really excited about it. But before we get into that, a little recap. we I tried to get a podcast to you guys while we were up north at deer camp. We were going to do another live from hunting camp podcast the night before opening day and, and Northern Michigan, it's really hard to find service. And I was trying to use my hotspot up at hunting camp and I just didn't have enough signal strength to publish the episode. So, uh, sorry about that. It's been a couple, it's been a couple week delay in between podcasts. And that's kind of my excuse and reasoning for it. Um, was really excited to get you guys that hunting. I, I, we had a really good time talking Uh, hunting stories up at hunting camp from all all past opening days and what that property those properties mean to us up there Uh, in fact we've been going there 15 years this was actually our 14th year up there Um, a lot of good stories good and bad but um, it was fun to reminisce sorry we couldn't get you that podcast but by the time I had enough service to publish it opening day had come and gone and Just figured we'd move on and maybe try to do that again next year for you guys. Uh, It looks, opening day was rough here in Michigan. Um, I feel like the whole state battled really tough conditions. Uh, Up in northeastern lower peninsula of Michigan, it was brutal. Um, It wasn't very cold. It was like temperatures ranging from 45 to 55 but the winds, man, it was just ridiculous. We had gusts up to 50 miles an hour with like a steady 20 to 30 mile per hour wind all day, opening day with, you know, rain every hour or two. It would downpour, then it would stop, and then it would drizzle. But it was a wet, windy day. Uh, one, we had one guy in camp shooting an eight-point early in the morning opening day um a buck that we usually would pass up there it was a two and a half year old eight point which is a great buck in michigan but up there we're we're putting in the work to hopefully kill something a little bit more mature but it came in with a broken leg had been shot in the kneecap that morning right in that area um and it came in injured and he put it out of its misery still a good buck it was uh so it was good that we at least got one buck on the buck pole. But other than that, man, it was just tough hunting. And I saw a lot of does. I was sitting over our food plot, our main food plot spots. Um, had does pile into the field, even in the wind, all day long. But only saw a couple immature, year and a half old bucks. And day came and gone. And Monday, the sixteenth, was a little bit better day. Um, Weather wise, the guys who well, it was the same thing. The guys who sat over the food plot saw a lot of does, some small bucks. I decided to dive deep into like a thicker part of the timber uh, and I didn't see a deer. So really a rough couple first days of gun season. We headed back downstate um, and I've hunted a little bit this past week here downstate in Michigan. Uh, trying to think, I've been on three, two or three, two sits. Uh, passed up a lot of year-and-a-half old bucks. I saw a two-and-a-half-year-old six-point as well, but really excited for this next week. The way my property, one of these properties is built out that I hunt um, in southwest Michigan, it's a lot of ag. Uh, it's only about a quarter of the property is, is timber. Everything surrounded it even the neighboring properties is ag but i have a property to the east of me that it's kind of a sanctuary nobody hunts it the landowner doesn't allow anybody to hunt it it's really thick just primary bedding all over the place and now this time of year all the corn is finally down around it and the deer seem to flood to that sanctuary that field um, and one of my stands I can see that that field from it, and I saw a lot of buck action earlier this week. Just a lot of young bucks, but I think it's only a matter of time. And I think we need a little cold snap to get these larger bucks on the on the feet. And that's what we're getting here in the next couple of days. So I'm really excited for this weekend. As I record this, it's Friday, the November twentieth. Um, I'll post this podcast today. Uh, and looking forward to Saturday the 21st through Tuesday the 24th are going to be great hunting days. HuntCast on HuntWise, before we before I go into that, HuntWise, if you're not using it, download it. I have a promo code for you, CLO20, C is in Chasing, is in Legends, is in Outdoors, 20. Get 20% off your pro or elite membership. I would highly recommend the elite, but... Uh, both of them give you HuntCast 2.0 and Jeff Stur, just from Whitetail Habitat Solutions has that HuntCast algorithm that tells you where you need to sit when you need to sit uh-huh. for all times of the year and it's a great tool especially as we move into late season uh, post rut, it's still rut right now but we move into post rut and get into the muzzle load season <sighs> weather is everything again just kind of like early season so Definitely down, download HuntWise today. Become a, a more efficient hunter tomorrow. Hopefully, get yourself a late season buck utilizing that tool. Looking at HuntWise though, uh, they real, huntcast really light Saturday, November twenty-first. Not just in Southwest Michigan, but all really all around the Midwest. Um, big cold front coming through today. Yesterday, the nineteenth, and today the twentieth. Highs are in the sixties. And then tomorrow, Saturday the 21st, the high is only 42 degrees. Low temperatures in the high 20s, you're talking a 15 to 20 degree temperature drop. And whenever there's a drop like that, you've got to be in the woods. The barometric pressure is skyrocketing. Uh, the, the median barometric pressure this time of year usually hovers between 30.1 and 30.2. So anything that is... Above that, I really like. And tomorrow, the 21st, is supposed to get to 30.6 on the barometric pressure. Um, and I really think that's going to get a lot of deer on their feet. cold snap, the barometric pressure is skyrocketing. You're getting a little bit of a switch in wind direction where the last couple days it's been a consistent south wind. We're fl- it's flipping to out of the north. Um, Mark Drury really likes... I listen to him on a lot of podcasts. He loves it when that you get that wind switch from like a north to a south, a west to an east, especially if it's been like cons- a considerable amount of days that you've had a consistent wind direction like we have had. We've had three or four or five straight days with a south wind. It's supposed to flip to the north overnight tonight and into Saturday tomorrow. Saturday the 21st is going to be the day to be in the stand. I really like Sunday too. Um, Wind's flipping out of the east. We haven't had an east wind in a long time, and cool temps are going to remain here. And Michigan and actually throughout, I mean, really throughout the Midwest, the the temps are fairly cool Saturday the 21st through, really through the week. And this is the time of year where I think we're a little bit past the peak, <laughs> Some some areas might still be seeing the peak rut where it's kind of the lockdown phase where a lot of does are in heat and bucks really don't have to move far to breed them. But this is also the time of year where, you know, if a lot of does are in heat, and if a lot of those does have been bred over the last week, week and a half, those bucks are gonna be leaving their core area and hopefully moving onto your area. Um, but also recognize that some of your core bucks that you've been watching since September, August, are probably going to be leaving the area as well. It also it, it, there's so many variables with doe populations, and if your does really have gone into heat yet. But I really, really, really love sitting in between doe bedding areas this time of year. I think you have to as we get to that peak that late peak rut into kind of a poster rut where a lot of does are if you look at like a graph I think early November you see that that line just increasing 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 with does going into heat in mid-November you see that line plateau where a lot of does are in heat and then it's going to start to go down and I think we're getting to that time of year where that that line's starting to go down with the number of does in heat, so bucks are really going to be traveling a lot again to find that one, two, three does that are still in heat in their area. That right there is why I love sitting between doe bedding areas. If you if you plant yourself, this is especially with the weather we're supposed to have over the next five, six days. Cool temps. Bucks should be on their feet all day. If you can plant yourself in a stand, whether it's all day or maybe you take a one or two hour break. But I would be in a stand between two de- dough bedding areas for as long as you can during daylight hours over these next few days. Uh, it also, you know, pushing bedding areas doesn't hurt as well. Uh, here in Michigan, what, I'm find, what I've found through the past few years is... I have a harder time pushing bedding areas this time of year compared to October, early November, because with that firearm season, deer are even on higher alert, more, more guys are in the woods, more winds getting thrown around, a lot more variables, a lot more negative consequences for deer to be on their feet during daylight. You don't get, it's not as easy to get away with pressing a bedding area. That's why I like to firmly plant myself between them. If I can find something, find a tree, find a stand, find a, or if you're hunting on the ground, just find an area, maybe 100, 150 yards, a couple hundred yards from if, from a bedding area in a funnel to another bedding area. So, for instance, one of my properties, there's a bedding area on the west side of the property and there's a bedding area to my east, both I know hold a lot of does, and on the s- south side of this big timber block is kind of a high ground where a lot of the woods is wet this time of year, especially with the amount of rain we got in the past week. I know that those bucks are going to be traveling that dry, high ground between the two bedding areas. That, that water has kind of created a funnel, so I'm going to sit in the south side of that bedding area with that north wind in my face I south side of that timber, no wind in my face between these two bedding areas. Very, very confident that I'm going to see bucks cruising from one bedding area to another. Um, I just watched it the other night. I, I saw five bucks, four of them were kind of cruising in the same doe bedding area, but two of them ended up moving off to another bedding, the other, the ba- other bedding area that I'm aware of. Um, they cruised for about 20 minutes in this one, headed off to the other, um, so, if you can find yourself between two bedding areas, your money. Um, I also think with this really strong cold front, you got it. Well, this is the time of year you got to be where the does are. Obviously, I just talked about sitting between bedding areas that hold does. I think evening sits are very very productive when you're close to a food source. This time of year, those bucks are going to be where the does are. Whether that buck is locked down with a doe or he's traveling looking for more, you can bet your butt that he's going to be close to that food source on these evenings where those does are coming out. I think with this cold front we have coming in, those does are going to be on the feed a little bit earlier. I think these last few days you saw a lot of, or what I've witnessed, myself hunting and just driving around. Deer hitting the food source In these warmer days, these does aren't hitting the food source to the last 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes of daylight. Um, I think with this big cold front coming through this weekend and into next week, and we are potentially going to get two inches of snow here in Michigan on Tuesday, that's going to push those does to hit that food sources a little bit earlier in the evening. Um, So... You very well could run into a really good buck hitting a food source, chasing does, or at least staging up close to a food source with his eye on his doe he's locked down on, um, really close to that food source. So food sources in the evening, um, funnels between bedding areas in the morning and afternoon, that's my best recommendation for you as we move into um, this later phase of rut where these bucks Moving a little bit more, probably a little bit more nocturnally than they were a couple weeks ago. Especially if depending on the pressure your area has seen, if you live in Michigan, chances are there's been heavy pressure somewhere around you or on your property um, or on the public land. So, uh, a little uh, there's a lot of buck movement. I think there's a lot of nocturnal buck movement, but there's also um, and it's still the rut, and if you have a doe and heat in your area, you're gonna see bucks cruising between foods, uh, between bedding areas, hitting those food sources in the evenings. Just be where the does are, and good things will happen. That's my best recommendation for you as we move into Thanksgiving weekend coming up. I mean, everybody that I've talked to that has killed deer in the past week with a bow or firearm. Uh, it's tried and true, close to bedding areas, close to food sources. And those bucks will show up if you're persistent, not saying that you're going to go out this weekend and see a ton of deer bucks are going to be running around like crazy, like they were two, three weeks ago, but you hold true and having the wind in your face downwind of a bedding area in a funnel between bedding areas around a food source, still got to hunt smart. Still got to look at that wind direction. Still got to access your property accordingly, if not even more. Um, This is the time of year I'm really careful with my, I'm always careful with my access, but uh, probably take a little bit longer getting to my stand, trying to be a little bit quieter this time of year, just because those deer are on high alert. Uh, Once that first rifle bang went off last weekend, uh, those deer, especially those mature bucks, are on much higher alert, so... Hunt smart, hunt with the wind in your face. I mean, it doesn't have to be in your face, obviously, but hunt with the wind in your favor. Access your property property, uh, very slowly, efficiently, even if it means getting there earlier than you want to. Uh, Those are all big tickets to help you bag that buck this upcoming week. But um, be where the does are. Good things will happen. I'll quit repeating myself. I just really want to hammer that home. Uh, if you know where the does are in your area, just be persistent and sit close to them and something good's going to happen. Hopefully knock on wood and still deer hunting, but, um, that's, that's my best recommendation as we move into, into this next week. Um, Next podcast, we'll have next, well, at least the next forecast that we'll have is um, we'll be talking more about muzzle low season, late season tactics. But right now, it's still rut, man. That barometric pressure is going to be high, temperatures are going to be low. Like I said, we're expecting two to three inches of snow on Tuesday, the 24th. A lot of guys hunt over Thanksgiving weekend because they have the extra time off. Uh, I think that in looking at forward to next weekend, even though I haven't talked about it much, Saturday, Sunday, you're looking at, again, consistent low temperatures, barometric pressure is not too high, but uh, again, these changes in wind directions always seem to get the deer on their feet as well. So again, it's going to be a fun seven, eight days. To, to be in the stand, especially if you got a gun in your hand. You know, you probably there's always that couple times a year that you see that nice buck and he's just out of bow range. Well, you don't have that excuse anymore. Uh, so get out there, wear your orange, be safe, and just be persistent. Stay patient. Good things are going to happen. Those bucks are still moving. They're still cruising. They're still breeding. There's still quite a few does in heat, and there probably will be for the next week or two. So it's still a very, very fun time of year to be in the whitetail woods. Hope you, again, hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be on, have a couple podcasts. We'll have a guest on next week. We'll do another forecast as we creep toward December in that late season. I love late season. I love loads loader season. Still think you can kill big bucks, but. This next week is a prime opportunity to be in the stand and and see your target buck or somebody else's target buck for that matter as these buck these core bucks are moving. Have a wider range this time of year looking for those last few does in heat. So fun time to be in the woods. Stay safe, hunt hard, have a good one.